Welcome to the ADHD Power Podcast. ADHD Power helps working professionals and entrepreneurs with ADHD maximize the positives and minimize the negatives of ADHD so that together we can use our superpower to make the world a better place. I'm Nicola and I have ADHD. I'm an ADHD productivity coach, master student and podcaster. So a warm welcome to the 59th episode of the ADHD Power Podcast. And today we will speak about ADHD and sleep. More precise, I will share with you three things to avoid before bedtime if you have ADHD. Because what I experience in my personal life is that sleep is really, really, really crucial. Sometimes, you know, I think about all those different strategies and um, tactics and methods, how I can improve my life, how I can improve my productivity. But sometimes what I realized, simply doing the basics has a way bigger leverage, you know, has a way bigger impact impact on our lives or in my case definitely it has a tremendous impact and why ADHD and sleep or sleep in general is so crucial if we have ADHD is you know studies have shown that lack of sleep can worsen ADHD symptoms like impulsivity hyperactivity, difficulty to focus, etc. And therefore, we conclude that sleep is really, really crucial also when it comes to ADHD in general, you know, that we sleep, maybe we should consider to sleep properly, you know, because as I said, we can do a thousand things, but if we don't sleep properly, our, all those tactics and strategies we are implementing in our lives most likely will not work out as we actually want. And also, as an ADHD myself, you know, I have ADHD too, I experience similar issue when I don't sleep enough, yeah? So after working crazy long hours without sleeping enough, I experienced, for example, high level of anxiety, yeah? Always when I don't sleep enough, I have a really high level of anxiety, I really don't like that, as well as my short-term memory is getting worse, and many of us ADHD already have issues with our short-term memory, um, our working memory. And in my case, sometimes my short-term memory is definitely getting worse. <laughs> also, I make more bad decisions. Yeah, because, you know, sleeping not enough is really a little bit of a vicious cycle. If you, you can think of you don't sleep enough, then you do more bad decisions and then you can, for example, binge eat in the evening. Yeah, or you scroll for hours on social media, etc. So, you know, everything is a little bit connected with each other. Also, I experienced that in my life. Like, for example, if I don't sleep enough, I make not so good decisions throughout the day. Maybe in the evening I will uh, eat too much, what I shouldn't, what I shouldn't do, etc. So therefore, um, that's also uh, a thing, a consequence not of not sleeping enough. And also, what I experience is I have trouble finding the right words. You know, the really if I don't sleep enough, especially in the afternoon, in the evening, I really have struggles to find the right words to express myself to. Um, tell somebody what I exactly mean by something that can be really hard for me sometimes if I don't sleep enough, yeah? And so the main conclusion the, at the, from the first part of this episode is simply like sleep and ADHD or sleep in general is really, really crucial when it comes to our ADHD symptoms. Now, the, um, an important question is actually, how can we improve our sleep? And now, simply want to share with a little bit my experience, what helped me with my ADHD symptoms. What I experience is the most helpful strategy I have experienced so far is simply, or to improve my sleep, is simply setting a consistent bedtime and wake-up time. I guess if you only would, should remember, if we should only remember one simple strategy to follow is 
setting a consistent bedtime and wake-up time, which simply means we go precisely to sleep on the same time and we wake up exactly on the same time. And personally, I started to implement that. I do that now, I guess, two to three months. I already shared it in previous episodes that I'm doing that. And it helped me tremendously to feel way better. And what I'm simply doing is I sleep at 10 p.m. in the evening and I get up by 6, 15 a.m. in the morning, including weekends. And this is really crucial. I said including weekends because what I did before is always I slept in on weekends, which resulted in a destroyed sleep schedule and feeling more tired, although I actually slept more, you know, and because, you know, our body is really not made for a constant switch between like during the work week, we wake up early in the morning and go to sleep in 10 a.m. And all of a sudden in the weekend, we sleep in, we maybe wake up in 10 a.m. in the morning and we go to sleep in 4 a.m. because we do party. And this can be, of course, really, really, let's say, demanding for our bodies. And what I experienced also on weekends to stick to my sleep schedule definitely improved my well-being, you know. And of course, now you will maybe ask yourself like, but maybe then I have to make a little bit of sacrifice. I can't go out maybe or don't do party, etc. That's exactly right. Maybe you can't go then like till 2 a.m. in the morning to party. Yeah, that's the sacrifice you should make then if you want to stick to your sleep schedule, obviously. But and I personally started to do that because in general, since um, maybe three, four years, I don't like too much anymore going to parties. That's not my thing anymore. So for me, it's not too much of a sacrifice. And um, yeah, what that simply also can mean is that maybe... Uh, you go then to eat, if you want to eat in Saturday evening something with your family, friends, you go all together a little bit earlier to eat, yeah? Instead of you meet in 8 uh, p.m., you already go in 6 p.m. that you can stick to your sleep schedule. The main thing is really to prioritize your sleep no matter what. Like, it's like a non-negotiable thing. And I can tell you, um, that maybe sounds now a little bit strict, but I can tell you, the positive aspects are so huge, yeah? So yes, you have maybe to do a little bit of sacrifice, but you make better decisions, you feel better, you're way more productive, people like it more to have you around you because you're way more balanced, so so many benefits also go along if you stick to a proper sleep schedule and prioritize your sleep, yeah? So sleeping at consistent times was a massive game changer in my life as an adhd -er, and maybe it will help you as well. And now the question is, okay, <laughs> maybe you have heard of this strategy, sleeping at the same time and so on and so forth, but how can we actually implement that if we have ADHD? <clears throat> and to stick, I can share you a little bit with you my personal experience, what helped me. To stick to my sleep schedule consistently... By the way, as I said, a common difficulty for us ADHD years, I try to avoid three th th uh, things before bedtime. First of all, electronic devices like my smartphone, because those gadgets are highly seductive for my dopamine deficient ADHD brain that loves constant stimulation. As you know, ADHD is actually a dopamine deficit disorder and our brain is constantly craving for that yeah, dopamine hit. And by the way, also... If you use like your smartphone exactly before sleeping and you scroll on social media and there you know you get thousands of impressions, you see so many, you get so much stimulated, your ADHD brain, um, if you turn off your phone and want to sleep, 
your brain is still working, you know, and therefore shutting off your electronic devices, maybe 30 minutes or 60 minutes before sleep, maybe that's an idea. I experienced that definitely helpful uh, to improve my sleep and also to stick to my sleep schedule because sometimes it can happen. We start being like starting scrolling on social media and all of a sudden it's 1 a.m. in the morning because we have not a good time perception and therefore hey, we were in f- a hyper focus and that's also like a good thing to do like simply to don't use our phones that we can prevent this situation and um, that's the first thing so avoid electronic devices that helped me tremendously secondly is real quick guys you guys maybe know that we don't run any ads to grow this podcast so the only ask that i have for you guys is that you help me spread the word to help more working professionals and entrepreneurs with adhd overcome procrastination be more productive have their life in order and use their superpower to make the world a better place and the only way we do that is if you could rate review and share this podcast so the single thing that i ask you to do is just leave a review that takes you 10 seconds or one click with your thumb that would mean a lot to me and more importantly it may change someone else's world thank you so much having intense discussions before sleep i experience always when i have like a difficult conversation exactly before sleep um, that will le- lead to rumination for hours and not letting me to sleep. So everything what requires a lot of cognitive effort exactly before sleep, I most I really try to avoid like things that can lead to like that I start to ruminate over it, etc. Yeah. By the way, here quick bonus tip maybe if you in general have troubles with uh, sleep, sleeping in, many of ADHDers, many of us have this trouble or struggle, is simply if you can sleep. Get up again, short write down your thoughts as precisely as possible, confront yourself with those thoughts and by writing it down that can definitely, for many people it helped, maybe it will help you as well. And because the point is if you confront the ugly truth or what you're thinking about, that can definitely help you to decrease like this rumination. Yeah, That's basically also what um, I remember one psychologist shared when it comes to like decrease nightmares if you have a nightmare and you wake up because of your nightmare the first thing what you should do is like to confront yourself immediately with that nightmare in order to decrease nightmares in general this is of course not something that will like you will decrease nightmares from today to tomorrow but if you do that on a consistent basis to confront you with this ugly dreams again most likely that will help you to decrease those um uh, nightmares yeah maybe that's uh, something interesting to consider as well if you're struggling with that but the main point what i wanted to make here if you are struggling with something confront yourself with it that's maybe something what can help you it definitely helped me always when i ruminate to directly confront myself with this ugly thing so having intense discussion before sleep time i try to avoid and thirdly going to parties um, I really I stopped going to parties almost 100% of the time. It's not anymore my thing. And this definitely helped me tremendously to stick to my sleep schedule. And I would say to what I also experienced is having some non-negotiables, like some principles and rules uh, in my life that are not a lot of them, but some rules that make life so much easier. For example, I already shared that before, like at university, as you know, I'm currently doing my master's degree at the University of St. Cullen in general management. And what I experienced simply, my rule is there, like I don't do party. In general, I (laughs) really rarely do party. It's not my thing anymore, but I said, I don't do party there. And that was my rule. And always when I got asked, asked, 
my answer was already predefined no yeah i don't need to think about it and this is by the way also a good thing to prevent decision fatigue but uh, this definitely helped me because then i don't need to think you know and many of us adhd we are people pleaser and we try to we, we tend to say yes but if you start to say more no can also be really helpful for some of us yeah and some non-negotiable like in my case not doing party at university or in general um can be really really helpful or I, I consider I, it, it helped me in my life. So to sum that up, try, three things I avoid to do before bedtime is simply electronic devices to use them, having intense discussions and going to parties. Yeah. Now, I would say finding out what works best for your ADHD brain to sleep properly is really maybe something to consider. And I give you some additional tactics you can implement. What I discovered uh, from my work as an ADHD productivity coach with my clients, what I experienced that really helped them is, for example, um, this strategy of uh, setting a, the alarm, an alarm before sleeping. So what you simply can do, I explain it to you, 30 minutes before sleep, you set or you already set an alarm and that will turn on 30 minutes before you go to sleep as a reminder that, oh yeah, I should go to sleep. And then a second alarm that turns on five minutes before sleep or exactly on sleep time that tells you now you should sleep. Because the the first alarm 30 minutes before is a reminder, oh, now I should clean my teeth. Now I should maybe um, take a, a shower, for example, whatever it might be. And then the second one is simply, okay, now it's time really to sleep. And especially because we ADHD, we are out of sight, out of mind people, so that you can use to your advantage by setting an alarm. Um, I would say you can use your mobile phone if you are in flight mode. Yes, that's maybe a thing you can do still. I wouldn't 100% uh, recommend a smartphone. Still, it is seductive for our brain. But you can also use a sport watch or a wristwatch um, I have, for example, one uh, sport watch from Garmin and there I set my alarm sometimes. And that is a good reminder and can be maybe useful in your case. Yeah, um, quite frankly, nowadays I don't use that uh, because I don't need it because I know it. I prioritize really my sleep, so therefore I don't need it. But if you are maybe currently struggling, that's maybe an idea you can or something you can do to improve your to stick to your sleep schedule. Also, what I uh, discovered is that's what I'm personally using is uh, earplugs while sleeping I do, because I don't want to make my sleep quality dependent on other people's quietness. Therefore, I use earplugs no matter what. Definitely improve my sleep. I do that, I guess, one, two years already now or even more. And as well, I don't, uh, I, anyway, I, do, I stop drinking caffeine uh, or coffee. Um, of course, you can get caffeine from other sources. Sometimes I drink drink uh, green tea but um, I would say like try to make sure around eight hours before sleeping don't drink any more caffeine because that can impair your ability to sleep properly yeah all right those were some things like set an alarm timer uh, use earplugs don't drink caffeine etc of course you have many other strategies but maybe one more strategy because I guess this can be really really powerful I experienced that with my clients you can set your alarm like 30 minutes before and so on and so forth if you want to make this strategy even more powerful connected with social accountability. So we could say like, hey, my social accountability partner is my father, for example, or my mother. And you could say like always in the morning, yeah, or let's say, yeah, let's say in the morning. Um, I had one client who did that, like simply in the morning, tell your um, father, mother, 
yeah, I slept properly or I stick to my sleep schedule. Because this adds a little bit this, this let's say, healthy pressure because you want to tell them, yeah, I stick to it. And uh, that you actually went on time to sleep and you wake up on time. Of course, you can argue now, yeah, then you are using your phone in the morning. Sure, that's right. But if you use it only for that, then in the morning, maybe that's something you can consider. So you can use a tactic and connect it a little bit with social accountability to stick to your sleep schedule. Maybe that's something that can work for you. So really, at the end of this episode, I would like to mention a few points. Prioritizing your sleep is in many ADHD lives one of the most impactful levers to improve ADHD symptoms. Sometimes we don't need to think all about those fancy strategies and tactics I share also on this podcast with you. Sometimes it's simply important to do the basics because you can learn all the ADHD strategies, tools and tactics. They will likely not work if we don't get slu- uh, <laughs> don't uh, get good sleep. That's what I wanted to say. All right. So at the end, let's do a quick rundown. Um, first of all, Studies have shown lack of sleep can worsen ADHD symptoms. That's important to remember. A really important strategy, if you want to remember only one thing from this episode, is simply set a consistent bedtime and wake-up time. And then we discuss some things to try to avoid before sleep time to stick to that, like electronic devices, having intense discussions, as well as going to parties. And in the end, I share with you a powerful strategy like setting an alarm before sleeping 30 minutes and as well, uh, when you want to sleep uh, uh, on time, like uh, the second alarm, like uh, five minutes or exactly on time when you want to sleep. That's simply it, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. That was simply ADHD and sleep. Three things to avoid before bedtime if you have ADHD. Thank you so much for listening and see you in the next episode. Bye-bye, guys.